0: Welcome to a very
1: special episode of United Ireland. No, we're still going to do the introduction. Oh. Take it away. (laughs) 32 counties. All right. 32 counties. 32 questions. My name is Una. And my name is Andrea. And this is United Ireland. Every week we take a county and dive into an issue relevant to that county and then see where in the world it brings us. This week's episode brings us to the sea. (laughs) And who we would like to see getting into it. We've compiled our top 10 things from 2019 that need to get in the sea so that we can start off our 2020 filled with nothing but love, light, joy and happiness.
0: All year you've been entertained by Andrea's (laughs) wet and wild propensity to throw (laughs) things she does not like into the sea. This is going to be very special. We've uh, with... Surveying thousands of people across the country um, through the system of very, actually very like what the Academy uses to yeah. decide who wins the Oscars, we've <laughs> narrowed it all down to ten uh, top ten get get in the seas gets in the seas gets gets uh, for short. Andrea, take it away. <laughs> Number 10.
1: The first thing that can get in the sea for 2019 we've had an influx of milkshake bars. We had a donut shop overrun of the country. Then every single place in the whole of Ireland decided that the only way to eat pizza was through a wood fired Neapolitan style, which gives you a soggy, wet mess of a pizza and is not the crispy delight that we've all come to love. Just because something is hip and cool and everyone's doing it does not mean you should do it. Do the right thing. The right thing is not wood-fired pizza. The right thing is crispy Roman pizza. So... 2019, you can take wood-fired pizzas into the sea. Number nine.
0: Number nine on our top 10 get in the sea is taxi drivers not taking credit cards.
1: What sort of country do we live in where you can't pay with credit card for a, a, a service that is like everywhere? Cop on.
0: Number eight number eight on our top ten Get in the Sea of 2019 this is one that I don't understand because Andrea wrote it and to be quite honest I don't even remember it being on
1: the podcast Andrea thimbles of juice in hotels so don't you know when you go and stay in a hotel and maybe you're at a festival maybe it's electric picnic (laughs)
0: let's just hypothetically
1: (laughs) or maybe it's your whatever maybe you've had a very active night with a lover You're parching when you come downstairs. You go to the breakfast table and you go to get yourself a drink. All the glasses are the size of thimbles. So you pour yourself a drink, you have a sip, it's all gone. You have to keep going up like a maniac to the drinks area to keep filling your drink of juice to go with your breakfast up. Or you have to bring a tray with 20 things and then you'd look like a maniac anyway. So I think if we could just have a normal glass to have our... Like who... If you're in your house at home, what size glass do you have your juice in? A normal glass. Nobody drinks thimbles of juices. Can we have a normal glass for breakfast, please? What I do is... I've noticed that there's a lot of food
0: related things. (laughs) What I do is I go to the juice dispenser and I get two of the small glasses and then I fill them both. And then I drink one and then I fill the other one while
1: I'm drinking the other one. And then I just have two things of juice. But you're still only getting two thimbles. I need eight thimbles. And if I'm hungover... 16 thimbles. I do
0: find it's weird that we kind of just throw all of our rules for ourselves about Brexit, Brexit, (laughs) breakfast out when we go to hotels. All of a sudden I'm like eating fucking yogurt with fruit and I actually, the juice that I always get in a hotel is grapefruit juice. Disgusting.
1: (laughs) Absolutely disgusting. Did you
0: know that grapefruit juice masks your blood alcohol level?
1: luckily I've never had to try to do that. No, so I'm not no. Neither, neither have I. I'm just saying it was a sure study done years ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But also, the perf- while we're on breakfast, the perfect breakfast that will not get in the sea. Uh, don't you know when you go to like Berlin or Vienna or any of those and you get a piece of ham, a piece of cheese, a boiled egg, uh, some bread, some jam. So you can have like many different meals within your breakfast. It's like it's not quite breakfast tapas but like delicious because you get like oh I'm just going to go for my croissant element now I'm going to have my cheese and meat element I just like different elements Okay you're a psychopath because that is the worst kind of hotel breakfast Oh my god it's the best Uh, and also can somebody do toast tapas maybe I'll do that Anyway get in the sea timbles of juice in hotels Number 7 Number 7 I think sometimes it's Very difficult with the world, (laughs) isn't (laughs) it? When you have to explain how minority oppression works. And then when somebody comes along and says that they are going to set up a straight pride and you kind of have to like tilt your head to the side and squint your eyes and go... Like a dog whose name is called. Really? You want to set up a straight pride? Do you not know the reason why the, why Pride was set up. It's like a whole minority story. And I'm not going to go into it because we're all pretty educated and we all know how minority oppression works. So the organisers of Stray Pride can absolutely do one and get in the sea. What absolute dose of hunt is. Number six.
0: The six. We're moving into the bottom <laughs> or top half. I don't know how you would describe it of uh, 2019's top ten get in the seas. This was a story that dominated the headlines for all the wrong reasons this year in Ireland. Yes. It's still going. It's still going. It was a dark and stormy night on Harcourt Street. (laughs) Somebody was drinking Dark and Stormy's. The magical company known as Press Up. Who
1: love Dublin. They have a We Love Dublin sign outside now.
0: (laughs) Um, In one of their establishments, the Dean Hotel, it is a bastion of Pinterest splurge decor and pink neon signs. And there is a. Blue neon sign blue neon sign. Okay. And there is a particular attribute of that interior decor outside the lifts on the top floor. It is a bar called
1: Sophie's. Sophie's. And what happened next? Somebody had taken a drink. Had a drink in their hands. And they sat on the swing to have... They had taken a drink as well. They'd been pre-drinking prinks. Sat on the swing and they didn't hold on and fell off. Maria Bailey, we're talking about you.
0: And that became a story that monopolised so much around the insurance issues in Ireland, issues of political arrogance. Of course, there was the epic uh, interview that Maria did on... Sean! Sean! (laughs) Sean! (laughs) Sean! On (laughs) RTU Radio, which compounded the issue culminating in an investigation and her subsequent deselection. So I think this gets in the sea for many reasons. It gets in the sea because of what happened. Yeah. Um, it's about getting in the sea because of people making insurance claims. Yeah. It's about getting in the sea because of how we personalise political stories and fail to look at the big picture. So instead of looking at, you know, the damage that Fine does to yeah. the country we, we go someone hone in
1: on someone who's yeah.
0: had, yeah, it can get in the sea because people wouldn't stop talking about it, it can also get in the sea because it just went on for too long as well. I wrote a piece during the year about how it's okay to have sympathy for Maria Bailey, yeah, um, and that was kind of rooted in when things go too far, um, and stuff becomes really personalized and um, obviously that was a really popular kind of.
1: <laughs> but I stand by I think I was totally right. It's so funny because there's a poster in our studio and it says and I'm looking straight at it. Boy keep swinging. <laughs> <laughs> Maria Bailey did not. So swing gate can uh, get in the sea. Yes. For many reasons. Number 5. No. <laughs> It's Christmas time, it's Christmas time, there's no need to be afraid if you're not a car driver. As we've seen over the last few days, cars and their impact on the city are in absolute bits. We need better uh, public transport so people will decide to leave their cars at home and we need people to start thinking about maybe not using their cars. We also need to think about a city that's built for the people in it and not for just travelling through, for pedestrians as such and Dublin City Council, we'll give them their due, responded to this and looked at pedestrianising College Green. As the date rolled around, we get um, instructions on how to walk through an area. You'd think it would be quite simple that you'd just walk through, but actually in fact, barriers were brought in, rules and lists of rules were stuck up of how you should enjoy a pedestrianised plaza how you should walk etc and during that time it was uh, exposed that the barriers that were brought in to simply stop cars going through and make people walk cost 17k to pedestrianise an area I think it's safe to say that over complicating issues can get in the sea Number 4
0: A very common get in the sea in our lives and in the country's life this year was our repeated conversations about uh, nightlife and club culture being actual culture and the very gettable and the seeable aspect that curtails such enjoyment. Andrea, what is the number four
1: get in the sea of 2019? Number four is our licensing laws. Like, if we... this I'm just going to say one sentence and not go into licensing laws too much if we had clubs that run till a normal time of 6 or 7 then people just go home and don't go sessioning as I found out at the weekend I was delighted to go home at 7am I'd had my fill I'd done my dancing if we had normal licensing laws it would make me sesh less so I think there you go do it for Andrea do it for me (laughs) I'm getting on I can't do this forever I need to be able to go home at some stage So our licensing laws can get in the sea. Number three. The number three
0: thing getting in the sea this year is the pace of building of purpose-built student accommodation and hotels in Dublin City. As we know, there's been a lot of discourse around the late stagey kind of um, hyper-gentrification that's been happening in town. Um, And... Part of that is how the literal landscape of the city is changing and how all these student accommodation things are being thrown up um, that aren't really alleviating the housing crisis in any real way. And that coupled with the demolition of cultural spaces for hotel buildings and all of the rest and, you know, entire blocks of streets being demolished and how discombobulating that is and how we're constantly being told that building is so hard when it comes to housing. But clearly you can just throw up hotels and purpose-built student accommodation all the time because they make the most money for developers. So definitely, definitely getting in the sea and still looming large over the city. Number three, hotels and student accommodation in Dublin.
1: Even though we still love hotels? Good hotels, not crap hotels. Number two. The most ridiculous sign in Dublin this year renaming Grafton Street and its area as Dublin Quarter. But we've always called it that. Grafton Quarter. What did I call it? Dublin Quarter? Yeah. (laughs) Well, maybe that's a new quarter we could add. Dublin has changed its name (laughs) to to Dublin Dublin Quarter. Quarter. (laughs) Um, I keep emailing to be like, hey, just letting wondering if there's an update on when this is coming down no response it's staying Um, but actually there is very there's another Grafton Quarter around the world so it's a thing that obviously all these county councils around the world are talking about what am I ranting on about that absolute in bit sign on Grafton Street Grafton Quarter get in the sea number one
0: and finally I know it's the moment you've all been waiting for it's the number one get in the sea moment of 2019 what could it be What do you think it is? We're about to tell you. Of course, one thing symbolised the face palm aspects of uh, living in Ireland these days. Um, It has to do with decisions being made that people don't really want. It has to do with things that people do want not happening. It has to do with a disconnect, um, money spending, budgets flying over their very budgets themselves. And just general randomness and ridiculousness of living in this country in 2019. What is it? What is the number one get in the sea moment of 2019? Andrea, spill. I am going white water
1: rafting, baby. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, oh my god! Could I eye roll? Could like I'd say if I eye rolled anymore, I'd be the Exorcist. That's,
0: that's right. Our number one get in the sea of 2019 is the upcoming state of the art white water rafting facility that very few people ask for, but we're still getting. Nothing to do with the head honcho of Dublin City Council being a keen uh, canoeist or kayakist <laughs> or whatever he is himself. That's a total coincidence. This is a really necessary uh, facility um, that... Uh, you know, will cost you 400 euros to rent an eight person raft so you can go around in circles in the IFSC, like so many (laughs) great people have before in this country. Our number one get in the sea moment, Andrea's great creation. 50 euros to get in the whitewater rafting. Get in the sea. Do you know who can't get in the sea? Everyone who's listened to us this year, we really appreciate all of the listens, the plays, the shares, the support on Patreon, all of the messages that you guys have sent, the feedback you've given us, all of the conversations that we've had about this podcast, all of our guests, everybody who's come up to us in the street, at a party, in a bar, in a club, at a festival, at a gig, whatever, to talk about the podcast. Thank you so much. We can't believe genuinely that we've got 30 episodes. This is our 30th. We still have some counties to go um, and we really appreciate your support and we also need more of it. So over the Christmas period or the festive period, um, just have a chat with your buddies and say, here, give these bitches three euro a month. Um, But thank you so much for listening and thank you so much to all of our Patreons for your support. We are having a ball doing this and we will see you in 2020 if we can keep going. Andrea, do you have any parting words of love for 2019 for our great listeners?
1: Happy Christmas and a happy New Year.
0: That's what you're saying? Yeah. (laughs) That's enough. (laughs) Nothing else, no? No. Okay, Grant. (laughs) Anyway, we love you. Thank you. This is United Ireland. Peace out. See you in 2020 for some hindsight and foresight.